Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Evening Almanac with comedian Jamie Jackson. It is the morning. As I said, this podcast is just a giant farce and a lie. But had a gig last night at Sunday Shtick. Sneakily didn't bring a bringer and got away with it. But anyway, um, but then I gave the night a fiver at the end because I felt bad, felt guilty. So I was like, have a fiver because it's a good night. And um, Craig Smalls and Mike... Um, Mark Flynn, who run it, are um, great blokes. But, uh, yeah, the gig went all right. It went okay. Um, I'm just trying to get that five minutes down for Angel Roar on Wednesday. And um, so that's another gig from the comedy stretch. I have I actually have four booked for next week. But one of them got cancelled, Comedy Junkies. And then um, I've got a gig in my diary for Brentford. I haven't got a clue what it is. I'm just like, I don't know. Anyway, enough about comedy. That's that's all I'm going to say about the comedy. Um, what was nice, though, uh, it, that's all I'm going to say about the comedy admin, but I am going to talk more about comedy because that's what this podcast is. Um, I gave somebody a topper uh, for a joke that he had a couple of weeks ago when I gigged with him, and he was gigging with me tonight, and then he used the topper and everyone laughed, and I was like, yes, get in there, which is nice. It makes you feel like you're not that mad you know, pretending to be a comedian, that actually you might be able to write something that's funny. But it has taken me several years to understand joke writing. And even even then, it's taken me, like, the whole of March to get anything which was, like, resembling jokes. You have ideas and you go on stage with them and you're like, ha-ha, this is funny. And then the audience is like, where's the punchline? Where's the bit that I laugh at? And you need that direction from the audience to go, oh, yeah, you, you th- this is where you should laugh. And often it's to do with, like, surprise or a twist or a pullback and reveal or something like that. And anyway, my uh, mate Andy, who Andy Obany, who is also a, a comedian, he texted me saying, I've got this joke, but this is the weakest bit of it. And he's got this whole thing about um, knee replacements and how they, they smell of new knees. And it's all very funny, but he was like, how do I work this this last bit out? So I was like, I don't know. And then I spoke to Davina, and Davina just gave a really good joke and punchline and twist. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's good. Like, immediately, just off the top of the head. And then I texted it to Andy, and he's like, oh, shit, that's good. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe I'm not a, a great comedian after all. Maybe, like, everyone could just write jokes. I think everyone can just write jokes. It's like, there's a there's a... There's an equation to it. There's a formula to it, almost. Anyway, last night something pretty spectacular happened. There was a guy who came in who looked like Frank Zappa and he sat in the front row. And he was like, you know, a funky-looking motherfucker, handlebar moustache, um, kind of a big afro, white guy wearing um, a, a polo neck with a, a cool corduroy brown blazer with wide lapels. Just look cool as fuck. Straight out of the 70s, basically. And... The MC talked to him a little bit, said, fucking hell, mate, all right, you look like you've, you've, you've arrived here on a rainbow and stuff. And, um, but I recognised him, and I just kept on thinking, well, that's because I think he looks like Frank Zappa. But actually, uh, and then I talked to him in my set. No one else talked to him, but I, I wanted to talk to him. So I was like, you know, you look like a cool cat. And I said, said a joke, which was like, I feel like, I feel less cool standing next to you. I feel like an Audi, which has been built next to a Fortnum and Mason's. And I fist bumped him. I said, cheers for, you know, being your authentic self. You look ace. 
And then I've got a bit about not being able to talk to builders. And then I chatted to him and I said, can you speak to builders? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, of course you can because you're fucking cool. And like just referenced him a few times. And then when I talk about being not being tall, dark and handsome, I was pointing at him. And like I said, throughout my whole set, I was only doing a five. I, I, I referenced him quite a few times. And um, and then when he left, somebody told me he was Frankie from The Darkness, the bassist. Of course he fucking was. And I love The Darkness. But I just, I, and I knew I recognised him, but I couldn't, I couldn't get him out of context. So vastly, I've got in the basement in Kentish Town yeah, on, on a Sunday night and an open mic night. I couldn't, I couldn't picture him. It's like seeing James Hetfield in Audi. Do you know what I mean? It's like seeing fucking uh, Paul McCartney, uh, uh, like, queuing up for an ice cream in the park. You, you, I didn't, I didn't get that it was him. Um, and so, uh, yeah, uh, I'm gutted that I didn't mention it. I'm probably good because if I, if I did realize who he was, I just would have got on stage and gone, Hulk, I love you. You're so great. You, I, I love the darkness because I really, really do. And I'm one of the, um, only people I know who, um, loves their second album as well. And, um, I, I, I remember hearing them the same night I heard Stella Star and I was like, who the fuck is this? They're, they're immense. They're basically like ACDC or something. The only thing I'll say about the second album is it went a bit too... Somebody told them, oh, you're like Queen. And I hate Queen. They're a big bag of fucking operatic shit. Um, and uh, the the second album, I think they got someone who produced Queen or something like that. And he went a little bit too much in that direction. When they were more like, you know some 70s rock band, Thin Lizzy, ACDC, that kind of thing. And, um, yeah, they were they were slightly misdirected, which is why the second album was no way as good as the first, because um, people kept banging on about Queen. Don't try and emulate Queen ever, because they're shit, right? Not because they're, oh, they're, best. they're so good. They're... No, they're not. I don't like them. I don't, I, you know, God rest his soul, but I don't like his voice. I think a lot of the music is, uh, like, childish and bubblegummy. I never got it. Even when I was young, I was like, are people men are like this? Well, I, don't, I don't understand it. Anyway, enough of that, because I know I'm the only person on the planet who doesn't like Queen. But um, I really like... Oh, me and Danny Baker, actually. Danny Baker doesn't like them either. Um, but I really, uh, I really don't like them. But saying all of that, there is an exception to the rule, and that is Dragon Attack, which is... One of their first songs. Give it a listen. Fucking fat riff. It doesn't sound like them at all, which is probably why it's good. It's very, like, 70s guitar driven. Got a dragon on my back. It's fucking great. So, um, maybe this podcast should be called Dragon Attack. See you on the next pod.